Hello, welcome to Spirit Life of Pod, Season 4, Breaking Free. Episode 4 is entitled Spiritual Piranha. Talking about piranha is a razor-tooth carnivorous fish from South America. Rivers and lakes are where they live. And as I begin to research about this fish, the Lord led me to this example and I studied about how that there were scientists who went into these lakes and rivers and they had cameras underneath in the water that were uh, watching and they took a dead duck and they lowered it down into the water and began to watch as the piranha checked it out, making sure that it wouldn't be a harm to them. And then they went as they smelled the blood in the water they went into a feeding frenzy and they just consumed the animal and in a few minutes they lift out that duck and all that's left is a skeleton wow what a picture that is well today we're looking at a scripture at a scripture that kind of depicts this picture because it says in Galatians 5:15 but if you bite and devour one another Beware, lest you be consumed by one another. Wow. This is a picture of spiritual piranha right here. We have to be careful that when we are supposed to be loving and serving and working in the body of Christ with each other, that we don't bite and devour one another. Now, in the context of this chapter, we have talked about how we can be caught up in the net of legalism and that that mentality that says I have to work to earn my salvation and how dangerous that is. And you go back and listen to that episode if you need to understand where, where I'm coming from there. And then we talk about in the second half of the chapter about something called lasciviousness or uh, the conflict within about how we want to think that we have the right to sin because there's grace. Well, that that mentality is wrong. And those are the two extremes, being legalistic and trying to live under the works of the law. And the other extreme is saying, well, I can do anything I want because Jesus has died for me and I have grace over my life. Well, we don't want to frustrate the grace of, law, of God. And that's the farthest thing from the truth when it comes to how we want to live. We never want to take advantage or frustrate the grace of God. And the Bible says, should we sin because grace abounds? God forbid that we would ever have that attitude. So when we see these two examples, the phrase that's in the middle of this, Paul is saying, when you observe those around you that might be guilty of one of these extremes or the other, Be careful that you don't become spiritual piranha and bite and devour one another. Oh, wow. What a picture this is. I really feel like the Lord just kept speaking this phrase about biting and devouring over and over in my spirit. Because when we walk according to our flesh, we will give ourselves permission to chew somebody out. Hello. We will nitpick. We will quarrel. We will get into strife. Sometimes uh, we we do this in our families. And we the people that we're supposed to love and cherish the most, 
we will mistreat and bite and devour. When we do that, we are spiritually consuming each other. It's a dangerous, a dangerous activity. And yet, so often, this is the destroying factor that hits many people in, in the body of Christ, in families, in church relationships, even out into the world when dealing with someone that they think is not acting right. We don't ever have permission to bite and devour each other. So what do you do when there's someone in error in one of these extremes? I'm glad you asked. You know, in the very next chapter, Galatians 6 and 1, Paul confronts this and he tells us how to handle it, how to walk according to the Spirit. He says, Brethren, if any person is overtaken in misconduct or sin of any sort, you who are spiritual, who are responsive to and controlled by the Spirit, should set him right and restore and reinstate him without any sense of superiority and with all gentleness, keeping an attentive eye on yourself, lest you should be tempted also. Wow. It's so convicting. You know, I've been guilty. I've been guilty of criticizing someone. And, you know, that's really biting and devouring. Uh, you know, even though sometimes you may not be saying things to their face, it's it's not right for us to be critical of others and judge others. We talked about that in a previous episode. You know, we, we need to be careful that we become fruit inspectors and not judge or judges that are trying to condemn others. But there is a way to bring correction, to take the beam out of of your own eye and then you'll be able to, to remove the speck from your brother's eye. You remember that? Well... We need to be careful that we, we don't have a superior attitude, but we gently, it says, you know, with all kind of kindness and keeping an eye on ourselves. In other words, having humility that knowing, hey, this, this could be me. I could make this mistake, you know. I could fall into this sin or, or I could, you know, uh, get caught up in that wrong thinking, you know? We do that sometimes. Well, Tim Delina, pastor of Times Square Church, says, the strong must accept the weak, or the strong will become the weak. Let me say that again. The strong must accept the weak, or the strong will become the weak. Now, when I say accept the weak, I'm not saying that we should join in whatever misconduct they're doing. I'm saying that we need to be loving, receiving them, accepting them so that we can speak into the life so that we can pray, God, give me an opportunity to be an example to this person that may or may not be caught up in the extreme uh, thinking of legalism or the liberal extreme liberalist uh, form of, of living. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 through 32, Paul gives some very strong advice. Let me just read it to you. 
This is the Amplified Version, but it says, Let no foul or polluting language or evil word or unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as is fitting to the need and the occasion, that it may be a blessing and give grace to those who hear it. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and indignation and wrath and resentment, anger, animosity, or quarreling and slander be banished from you with all malice and be become with all malice and become useful and helpful and kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, readily and freely, as God in Christ forgave you. What powerful truth this is, that we can learn, that we can bring balance to our life and to others, if we will take the approach of being a peacemaker to being someone who wants to restore, when you see someone in this kind of extreme, in this net of legalism or in the net of lasciviousness, struggling with their own flesh to live according to the ways of, of the world, you know, there's so much of that nowadays. It's sad when I see it all around me. And uh, so many are, are thinking that they can, they can live, you know, according to the ways of the world and, and still serve God. But the, the Bible is clear about this. But what do I do? Do I just get angry and, and backbite about, you know, that person? Does that help? No. It's, it's a devouring uh, tool of the enemy. You know, we talk about the scripture that says to, to be well balanced for your adversary. The devil roams about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Well, he's not the only one looks like here, according to Paul, that can devour Christians. Christians can devour other Christians. Oh, wow. What, what a sobering thought that is. It's, it's been on my heart and convicting me for a week or two now. And I feel like the Lord just said, it's time for you to, to bring this. And I hope that I've encouraged you today to, to be careful. Watch your tongue. Check out James chapter 3. Uh, look at Ephesians chapter 4. Do some study on the anger and and controlling your your tongue and and ask god to work in your life be filled with the spirit you know it's not a coincidence that god chooses to fill us with the spirit and give us the gift of tongues because when we can speak in tongues he is in control and what he's saying is I want to rule. I want to rule you, you. 
and I want to show you that I can control every part, even your tongue. Wow. The Holy Spirit in us, that's the answer. Remember, we talked about how the, the, the flesh is displaced by the Holy Spirit. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, it takes care of that old fleshly nature. And we won't bite or devour if we're filled with the Spirit. And we will learn to love and admonish those who are living in the entrapment of legalism as well. I hope this has blessed you today. And may God bless you and keep you in that freedom of Christ as you walk with Him.